Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Art of Charm, I'm Jordan Harbinger. The Art of Charm brings together the best coaches in the industry to teach you guys how to crush it in life, love, and at work. Imagine having a mix of experienced mentors teaching you their expertise, packing decades of research, testing, and tough lessons into a concise curriculum. We've created one of the premier men's lifestyle programs available anywhere, and it's free. This is the show we wish we had a decade ago. This show is about you, and we're here to help you become the best man you can be in every area of your life. Make sure to stay up to date with everything going on here and get some killer free ebooks as well as drills and exercises that'll help you become more charismatic and confident by signing up for the newsletter at theartofcharm.com. If you're new to the show but you want to know more about what we teach here at The Art of Charm, listen to the toolbox at theartofcharmpodcast.com/toolbox. That's where you'll get the fundamentals of dating and attraction such as body language, eye contact, vocal tonality, all that stuff that's more important than you might think. We've got boot camps running every single month here in California. Details at theartofcharm.com, and I'm looking forward to meeting all of you guys here at The Art of Charm. Enjoy. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. I'm AJ. I'm here with uh, Johnny and our good buddy, Derek W. What to do? How you doing? And uh, I'm really excited about this episode because it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun talking to our good buddy and confidant, Derek, who. Uh, gave us the run and uh, gave us the spiel of how Hollywood worked and, and a lot of that kind of stuff. And so we're really happy to share this information with you guys and how you're going to get the, the lay of the land of how the clubs work and, and maybe a little of the inside information and some good stories to go along with it. Yeah, I know a lot of guys ask us about nightlife, how to get into clubs and the VIP, especially guys who travel in new cities. And uh, one of the great things about this relationship is not only have we had a lot of fun together, but we've also learned a lot from Derek uh, in terms of moving our way up the nightlife ladder, so to speak. So, Derek, give us a little bit of background on how you got started in the nightlife industry. Well, guys, thanks for that uh, overly generous introduction. Um, it, it should be <clears throat> noted an asterisk with your compliment that uh, you two have uh, pretty well wired this town well on your own, but thank you. Um, <laughs> basically, I got started in nightlife uh, in my, my previous life as a real estate developer building modern single-family homes up in the Hollywood Hills And when the real estate market had taken a tank, I knew that it was time to evolve my career and and get into something that was a bit more recession-proof. So I I actually got involved in nightlife. Uh, The first nightclub build-out that I did was a a local club here called Bardo, um, which used to be known as the Spider Club. Um, From Bardo, uh, begat other club consulting gigs, I spent a good deal of time under uh, my mentor, who is the owner of that club, uh, consulting on large club projects up in Las Vegas, some, uh, you know, as famous as currently open, such as Excess, um, recently shut down Bank, which is now One Oak, and and, uh, and we are, I am currently working on a few other clubs in Vegas, but also in Los Angeles, um, I went on to build a few other places like the Roxbury and 66 and the writer's room and Beecher's Madhouse. Um, so it's, you know, it's really been kind of a fun run. I also, and this is kind of how I got to meet you guys, handle production uh, on the weekends as sort of a side job because it, one, keeps me involved in what's, you know, what's really going on on the ground, so to speak, in the clubs. And two, I have a a real love of the music and, and uh, a passion for working with DJs and, and sound and lighting production. Well, for me to see you at your job when you are doing production, it's just you 
it's you love what you've created and you want to spend time enjoying the environment that you put so much thought into. Yeah, really. It's just like it's kind of like having your own big toy. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I mean, I, I've got, I've got, a, I, it's, it's a bunch of shit that I could never afford to put in my own living room. You know, multi-million dollar sound systems and and fabulously expensive lasers that are powerful enough to light your cigarette off of. It's it's exciting. You know, it's really just a chance to play in a big sandbox. And I, I know that at times you've had to keep me away from the toys. AJ has been AJ has actually been moved to the other side of the rope a couple of times, so that he is just outside of arm's reach of any expensive equipment. But that's that's another thing. It's really because it's really because I wanted him to stay focused on on his primary objective. <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna lie. The the CO2 cannon and the confetti guns uh, can be a lot of fun. Uh, more on the CO2 cannon later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a, this is this just just in case any of you don't know what that is. The CO2 cannon is a is a very dangerous but but also very exciting effect when performed correctly. It essentially shoots highly compressed CO2 gas into the room. When the room becomes hot and sweaty and all the moisture content sure. fills in the air, the CO2 gas instantly freezes everything that's in the air, turns the room white, and everybody goes fucking nuts. Problem is, you can't give this cannon to just anybody because what it also shoots out is dry ice. So in the wrong hands, it can be a very dangerous tool. Basically. Isn't it? Everything's fun and games until you knock out someone's eye anyway. We've all heard it before. Or you hit the DJ in the back of the head with confetti. Well, actually, actually, the casualties are funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're nothing like fatal, fatal or anything, but we have been sued a couple of times for burnt breasts. Oh my god! Yeah, girls come in with a with a brand new tan job on their on their boobs. Not to mention the brand new boobs and the brand new boobs. Okay, <laughs> they're very excited about it. And we get an amateur like AJ who decides to spray the crowd with the cannon, and all the girls' boobs get shot up with burning dry ice stuck to their skin. And what what the end result is? They just look like they have a bunch of white spots. You know, the next day. <laughs> I would say if you've ever heard cooked bacon and eggs, well, mainly bacon. During the day without your shirt on, that same marks probably look in the same way. <laughs> that's, that's about the effect. So, <laughs> needless to say, AJ's, uh, the, the CO2 cannon is still off limits for you. Uh, you know, maybe some, someday soon. So to, to get into this a bit, you know, I, to have a, such an interesting career, I'm sure that some of the guys out there would like to know, because a lot of our listeners are, they're in college or they're just, or they just got out, and so they're now they're stepping into what do I want to do? And, and we see this question pop up a lot. So for anyone who wanted to get uh, into this area, uh, where would you have them start, and what would you have them looking into? Oh, a hospitality business, and that's the industry that we're referring to as a whole, is really extremely diverse. There are several different ways that you can get started. And when you think about it, each – uh, there's so many facets to each nightclub, uh, run, ranging anywhere from produ- production, promotion, marketing, finance, um, and to operations, and then and where I got started, which was total development and consulting. Uh, so you know, for anybody that's into it, and and you kind of have to have a certain personality to really like this sort of thing. So you already know that you want to be involved in nightlife, and if you want to get involved, you know, my suggestion is always to just get started by going out and getting to know the people that are actually doing the work. Well, that's definitely something that we're going to be uh, talking about in, in just a bit. Um, I, and that's the great crazy thing. I don't think people see it as all those different facets coming together to put on a beautiful evening for people to enjoy themselves. And there's a lot of working parts. And yeah. yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. We, it, it, you almost have to look at every night that you open up as uh, as like the – you know the the show night of a of a of a Vegas show or a Broadway musical. It's there's a lot of running around and a lot of chaos and the you know beforehand and the end is supposed to result in the perfect party thrown for the guests that are arriving that night. Um, and and so so it's really all the energy that we that we put out there happens in the hours from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. when we're just about to open the doors. 
The rest of the time, I'm usually kind of kicking back having a cocktail <laughs> talking to AJ. <laughs> so if you're the type of person that when the club is closing, you don't want to leave, you would say that nightlife is probably a good fit for you. Absolutely. If you're not the type of guy who actually enjoys staying in the nightclub uh, for more than an hour or two, then it's probably not a good fit. Because I know I've stayed after hours with you, and there's still work that goes on after the club closes. And there's a lot of different moving parts, as we talked about. So if you're the type of person that's, eh, you know, maybe bars you're seeing, then you might want to skip to the next episode. But if not, we're going to give you a sneak peek of not only what goes on inside the nightlife, but how to yourself get involved and actually move your way up so that you get the level of access that we've been joking around about. Yeah, and, and, and a couple of instant disqualifiers for some of you. Any of you who, A, have a, have a serious drinking binge problem, no. Uh, and, and, and I exclude myself from that comment. But, and, and anybody who actually can't hold their alcohol, don't bother. Um, yeah. People involved in nightlife and hospitality are notorious uh, drinkers, but they're also notorious hard workers. And they, and they have to maintain a very, very strict balance between the party and the work. Well, uh, for a lot of the guys who listen, I think they go straight from high school for the guy who went straight from high school, straight into college, now has a degree. Um, we've even seen it out with some of the guys who aren't very used to nightlife of even how to deal with the staff and and, and everything that goes on, even to, for a small club. So I'm sure we're going to get into that in a bit as well. Yeah, you know, it's important for everybody to know that the people that are that are there at the nightclub are just people. They're just like... They are just like you. They are, they are no different in any way other than the fact that they know that they belong there because they work there. And it's because it's their job. But they are used to that environment, and that environment is home to them. To everyone who comes up to a club and is instantly uncomfortable, it's because they are thrusting themselves into a brand new environment that they that is, you know, obviously foreign and, and a little scary. It's dark and loud. And I recommend anyone just getting out of college who hasn't spent any time in, that, in the industry to get a hospitality job for a, at least six months, maybe behind the bar or bar back or hosting, anywhere that gives you, that's going to allow you to start feeling very comfortable in the nightlife, in entertainment. And what yeah. I've noticed is one of the great, side effects of working in nightlife is you have this vast network of people Absolutely. from all walks of life because everyone goes to party. Whether or not you go on a nightly basis or maybe you're just out because your buddy bought a bottle for his birthday, everyone at some point or another is going to be in a club in their life. And every time I meet Derek out, I'm always surprised by the range of people that he's introducing me to. His network is vast. So if you're the type of person that loves being social and loves building out that network, this is a fun way to do that. Yeah, you know, and in, in, in traditional environments, it, it can be a little bit more inhibited, actually, getting to know, you know, somebody who could become a really good business contact or potential partner uh, because, you know, you don't have that automatic first step of everybody that you run into is already hammered in your day-to-day life. <laughs> but you get to a nightclub, people are there, they're loose, you know, they're ready to have this kind of interaction with you. They want the interaction, otherwise they would be at home getting shit-faced by themselves. So, so, so really... You know, you were looking at an opportunity for, for prime networking uh, because everyone who's there, and, and most of the guys that are there that are buying the bottles are, are successful guys. These are, these are individuals with, a, with fairly high net worth at an early age who are moving and shaking in whatever business that you may be interested in. Make yourself valuable and interesting to them. All right, so let's let's move on to that. It was our, our next uh, point that we wanted to discuss. I know for a lot of guys who are new to getting out there or in a new town. They don't have many network connections. They want to get this started. And, of course, they want to check out the, the hot club. Uh, what is What can be a line of action for them to to at least check the place out without having to drop a 1000 bucks on a table that evening? Step one, figure out where you want to go. Step one is is just identify identify what part of town you feel like being out in and what spot you've been dying to go to. Once you've figured out where you're going out, then you're gonna you're you're going to just go ahead and, and do a quick search, whether you do it via Facebook, Yelp, whatever makes you happy, or just word of mouth. Your buddies are saying, "Hey, there's this new joint in this area that we're going out." Th- then you're going to once you've once you've gotten to the point where okay, I feel comfortable with this spot, call, give them a call. Don't hesitate to call. There's always a day manager in place. Day manager is going to give you the the four one one at the door right away. They're going to tell you whether or not there's a huge table minimum, which you want to avoid. 
They're going to tell you if there's a, an extremely large ticket fee, which sometimes there are if there's, you know, a big DJ, or they're going to tell you a few other nice tidbits, such as what you shouldn't wear. And everybody knows tennis shoes, guys. Come on, let's stop with this. Um, and, and they're going to, they're going to let you know, uh, that, that it's a guest list only. Well, if, if it's guest list only and you've decided you still want to be there, my next best recommendation is find out who's promoting the night by going to the Facebook page of the nightclub itself. Through that page, you'll be able to identify the people that are promoting that night, and you, you can message them individually, get to know them offline. So they're, they'd be, they would be cool about that. Yeah, hey, listen. Because <clears throat> I think a lot of guys out there are like, well, I'm not friends with that guy. I don't know that guy. I see he's promoting, but I... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll stop you right there. That's It's stupid thinking. These guys, promoters... They are collectors of people. Their entire job is to collect more and more people on their Facebook. If they have less than 2,000 friends on their Facebook, they're not doing it right. So you really, really, you're doing them a favor by friending them, messaging them, getting involved. Get to know them before you have to get up to the door, and they're already stressed out trying to get their other 50 guests in the door. What you want to do is, is, is see if you can establish a little bit of rapport so that he remembers you by something. You know, any, any, any tidbit about yourself that, that will catch his attention. And, and also do yourself a favor and maybe help him out by bringing a couple of girls with you or bringing good people. You know, you, right. you, these, are the, these are the ways that you get around the bottle fee. Well, I, I think also you're going to get information from the day manager or the promoter of what night is going to be easiest for you to get in. And if it's the new club, Friday and Saturday might be... Uh, not in the, the in the cards, but Wednesday night is a little slow and it's a little easier. Well, we have <clears throat> we have you know different nights at every club, and every club has their you know kind of bridge and tunnel night, and and then every club has their their fashion nights. And their fashion nights are the nights where you've got a you know a room full of douchebags who don't spend any money, and they're all comped and but they're all beautiful. And by the way, if you have the dough. This is a target-rich environment. I recommend you go there and you, you know, go take advantage. But if if that's not you, if you're just like the rest of us, like me, Johnny, or AJ, then you want to get in on the the you know the, the in-between nights. You don't need to be there when when uh, you know A-listers are hanging out. Although you'll you'll find that they're often there even on the off nights. What you want is you want to go on the right night. And and actually, and I'm sorry to correct you. Usually those nights are a Friday or a Saturday. Okay. It's the Tuesdays and the Wednesdays that are reserved for the no job having LA models. Right. Ah. Um, so once you get to the door, you know, once you've, you've, you've identified the place and you've gotten to the door and you've, you've made a, a connection with, uh, with one of these promoters. First mistake, do not show up with a huge group of guys and expect that you're going to get let in. Second, don't stress. It's going to take a long time. There's 500 people outside of the door, and these promoters and the door guys and the security are all trying to sift through these people. Even if you're the best people and they're excited that you're there, it doesn't matter. You're going to have to kick back and look cool and just wait. Right. I think the, the biggest thing is look comfortable and confident. Don't be yes. needy. If he's going to see you, he's going to make eye contact with you, but don't snap your fingers at him. Don't constantly be like, hey, me, me, me. I see this all the time while I'm at the door. And it's funny because I'll even be leaving the club and those same guys are standing oh, yeah. there after I've had hours of fun. So. The important thing is he sees you. He's making his way through his list to get in the girls that he needs to get in first, and then the guys that are his best friends he's got to take care of. He's going to get to you. Sit on your phone a little bit. Smile. Chat up the people around you. Be seen as social and comfortable outside the club, and you're more likely to get inside of the club. See, what they don't want is the creepers, and the, the promoters certainly don't want to be known as the ones that are bringing in the creepers. And the creepers are the guys who are socially awkward, who don't look like they have friends or have fun. So have fun even when you're standing outside. It's going to make things a lot easier. And introduce yourself to people as you're making your way through. So let's say you even get in. The first thing I'm doing if I'm seeing a new security guard who's checking my ID, I'm introducing myself to him. Absolutely. Because there's uh, odds are I'm going to see him another night, and then I won't have to get my ID checked. Yeah, this is actually a great tip that AJ brings up. And, and, and beyond the ID check, the right security guards with the right amount of authority will rush you through the, rush you through the line 
without ever having to touch a promoter or a door guy or anybody. Once you've set up a good rapport with the right guy, right one of the guys in the black suits, they will take care of you the whole, you know, for the rest of your life, as long as you've taken care of them. Now, they do like to be palmed a, you know, a 20 every now and then. Yeah, they like money. Maybe they like a Red Bull. If you catch them inside the club, hey, here's a bottle of water. I mean, they're not going to be drinking because um, they might lose their job for that. But security, it's always good to take care of them because you never know when you're going to get in a jam or a bind with one of those douchebags that Derek was talking about. And it's always good to have Tyrone security have your back when you're getting shuffled around. The other thing is... Be dressed well and polished. Remember, you're the promoter's accessory. He's being judged on the crowd that he's bringing in. So that means dress well. Dress like you belong. See what the people outside the club are wearing. Maybe if you haven't gotten in the club, walk by a couple of these clubs a few nights. Get a feel for what type of outfits people are wearing and getting in with. You don't want to be the out-of-place one, and you certainly don't want to be the one that the promoter's being judged negatively by. You want to be the one that fits in. Uh, I, if you're listening to a podcast and you don't have Internet access, I don't know how you're on here anyways, but get online and, and take a look at some of the men's fashion blogs. This is easy stuff. You know, they, and, and back to what AJ was saying, you're making the promoter's job easier. If he, has, if he can just look at you and know that he wants you as part of this group anyways, then he's, you saved him so much time in conversation. You don't need to explain who you are. You don't need to pay him any money. He wants you there in the first place, so help him out. And when we were in Vegas, we were trying to check out a couple new clubs on some nights we weren't familiar with, and all of these clubs have photographers these days. Go on their Facebook page, click oh, on the yeah. night that you were looking oh, yeah. to go the week before and see what people are wearing. Is it a suit night? Is it a more casual night? This is all quick things you can find out on Facebook while you're in your uh, boxers sitting on the couch. So prepare yourself because if you put in the preparation, you're not going to have to pay the same fees that everyone else is paying. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people, because they're all going to give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com charm. Just go to Indeed.com charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lennon and McCartney, Jagger and Richards, Watson and Crick, AJ and Johnny. What about the perfect duo when it comes to growing your business? Well, that's you and Shopify. That's right, Johnny. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling your own fire merch or promoting your productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort Thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. 
and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, as well as millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. And AJ, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands that you love, giving your customers more variety and your business more sales. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash charm. Go to shopify.com slash charm now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash charm. All right, let's get back to the show. Derek, is there any tips on maybe promoters to avoid or things you want to look out for so perhaps you and your buddies don't get ripped off? Because it is a cash uh, in hand kind of atmosphere. All right. So there's a couple of people running the front door. Um, and it depends on the size of the club. And if you work your way from right to left of the door, you've got on one side of the door, the bottle hostess and the, and, and the bottle host. These are, these people will, will separate you from your money and your credit card very quickly and effectively. They will also get you into the club very easily. They will make champagne fall from the heavens. And every, every lady that walks by you is just going to instantly want to blow you. But that's not what we're going for here. Um, if you move down to the middle of the door, you're going to see one little dude working the center rope. He's a fashionable guy. He's the doorman. He is the gatekeeper. He's the guy that determines, you know, who looks okay to get in or who doesn't. He can, he can override just about anybody. But most of the time, he is going to be your most difficult person to get by, so just avoid him like the plague, because if he sees you and he doesn't like you, then you're not going to make it on to step two or three and deal with one of the promoters or deal with one of the security guys because he will veto them. So so my recommendation is avoid the bottle service people unless you've got the dough for it. And and, and or I say I, I, I got I to gotta take that back. Avoid the bottle service people if that's not your thing for that night. Uh, definitely avoid the door guy because he has the biggest power of veto over your outfit. And, and move straight on to the, to the people who are a little bit more sympathetic. And to that, try to get on a guest list if you can. And this can happen easily ahead of time. If you follow any of the DJs that are performing that night, if you just go on to their Facebook and you just say, put, can you put me on the guest list? Nine out of ten times, these guys will put you on their DJ guest list, and and these DJ guest lists are very they're they're not very well known in town, and they actually get you through with without covers, without waiting, without any problem. Right, because the DJ wants his truest fans there to have oh, a good time with him. Yeah, he doesn't want people that aren't going to be dancing and grooving to his stuff. Yeah, and they're very easy to find on Twitter, as you said. You like their stuff on Facebook, you friend them, you add them on Twitter. The other key is when you do find the promoter on Facebook, go through his profile pictures. Get familiar with his face and what he looks like. Don't show up there not knowing what he looks like. I've seen that happen, too. Oh, I'm looking for Tony, and you're pointing at Steve. No, that's not Tony. You're doing it wrong. So familiarize yourself with the faces before you even get there. Now, on those nights where you do get bottle service, and every once in a while you, you do have a night where your buddy's throwing down bottles or maybe it's your birthday, be very gracious to the bottle hosts and hostesses. They can take care of you on the nights you don't have bottles if they actually like you and have fun with you. So when they're coming by your table, they're going to come and check in. Are you having fun? Are you offering them a drink? Are you taking care of them? Are you adding to their night? If you're adding to their night, odds are they're going to want you there more nights. Yeah, not to mention, if you've bought a bottle more than once or you become associated with anybody that buys a bottle more than once, you are now, you know, termed as a client. And a client is what you really want to be. If you're a client, then you get in everywhere, all over town for free, pretty much no matter what. This takes time to establish. It's a little bit more tricky than getting your punch card at Subway, but you can get there if you just align yourself with the right people and you prove to be somebody who doesn't haggle and bullshit about the number of people in their group. That's a big one. Um, and, and doesn't, you know, again, doesn't show up with 10 uh, poorly dressed dudes every time that you come. Right. And when you show up for the bottle, be ready with your group to get in. 
the worst thing you could do is tell them that you're only getting in with six, and then you got five of your dudes waiting outside that she's got to usher in after she's got you do your table. Agreed. You know, don't be a pain in their ass, basically, is what we're trying to say in common sense terms. Well, that's just it. It goes back to the, the statement that I made before. These people are just like you, except they're at work, and they're in this – they are used to this environment where you're uncomfortable – if you just take a step back and realize that people just need to be treated the way you would want to be treated, you'll be surprised how far that'll get you, even in this dog-eat-dog Hollywood world. And and it's great because, and I think you said it best, they're there, they're doing their job. Their job is to let in slick, good-looking, happy, fun people into the place. And sometimes if you're not feeling it and, and, and you feel disrespected, you see them as sitting on their high horse. And it, that's not it at all. They're just like you doing their job. To respect what their job is, and it's going to be easy for you to meet these people and get through. Not to mention, if you respect what they're doing, then you're going to respect what you're doing when you're getting ready. And you're going to take, oh. you're going to take it seriously, and you're going to go out understanding that they're doing their job. You better have done your job to be prepared to be out that night. Sounds good. So now we're inside the club. How do we meet the staff, and what do you say we do to make sure that we become that recognizable face that everyone wants to hang out with and enjoy? Well, it becomes really easy if you're a table client. We'll go back to your line there. If you're if you're there with your boys and you've got a table, then obviously the you know you want to ingratiate yourself with the the hosts. Uh, you want to ingratiate yourself with the runner. That's the girl who took you from the host to your table, and then you want to get get it nice, nice with the girl who's actually serving you. And that can be done very easily. They've already extracted from you a bunch of money. Now it's time for you to just be polite. Offer them a shot. You know, have them come hang out with you. Again, use them as target practice for the other girls that you're going to be hitting on later on that night because they're trained and paid to to, to play around and flirt with yes, them. Yes, and laugh at Go your jokes. It. Yeah, <laughs> have fun with that. Now that said, then you're, you've, become, you've become a good client. Now take that away. Let's just say you're like the rest of us. You've gotten in the club. Well, beeline over to the bar. Get to the bar. Get to a station where one of the bartenders can easily lean over and, and talk to you, and you can actually get to know them easily. And make your, you know, make yourself a, a polite guest and, and order drinks. Don't waste their time, but just give them a nice tip and move on. They will remember you. I want to say this just because we see it all the time, and, and for for as long as I had been a bartender in the past, uh, know what you're drinking that night. <laughs> this drives bartenders nuts. Hey, what can I get you? I don't know. What do you got? This this is this is not you being friendly. This is you being a pain in the ass. Yeah. Don't make it a seven part mix. Yeah, drink. no Long Island iced teas, guys. This is a this is a nightclub. You're not talking about a mixology bar. This is a nightclub. You they they need to turn around drinks inside of 15 seconds and yep. move on to the next client. So and and also. By the way, the way you order and, and the level of confidence in your order actually reflects on you, and those people around you will pick up on that instantly. Oh, yeah. I think there was a great article that just came out from a New York bartender, and one of her pieces was, uh, do you think we judge you on what you order? And she just, yes, we do. <laughs> we totally do. So remember that. If, listen, if you like vodka and Red Bull, good. Decision made. Say it. You don't need to be thinking, what is the best drink I could possibly get that this guy's going to respect me? And have everybody's order ready when you get to the bar. The uh, worst is turning around to your mates who are 10 feet away saying, wait, what would you guys want? Do you remember what you wanted? You're wasting her time, and she's not able to make the tips that she relies on. Listen, if you haven't talked to your buddy and you need to order drinks, you order something and you hope he digs it, or you tell him, hey, you weren't around, this is what you get. And it's always a foolproof solution to just get a shot, a couple of rounds of shots. You know, you can you can get your night started that way pretty easily. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you know, so you're in the club, and and let's say you've you've uh, you've made it through every echelon of of uh, VIP rooms, and you've just, you know you've gotten to know the DJs, and a couple of girls that you're with say, I want to go make a song request. I'd like to get up to the DJ booth. Can you help me out with that? This is totally doable. You or anybody can make it into the DJ booth. I know this from experience because I am normally the guy telling you whether or not you can or cannot come to the DJ booth. The things that disqualify you instantly, if you look at me like you belong there already, 
you don't belong there because I don't know you and I haven't invited you. So just shut up and, and start with introducing yourself. Hey, you're a fan of the DJ. You would like to make a request on behalf of this girl. And guess what? You have a $20 tip for my bouncer who's diligently watching the stage for me. Great. Come up here and spend some time with me. Do not hang out and linger. Get up there. Say hi to the DJ. Put in your song request. Your girl will be instantly impressed. You will get your song played. You will end up having a better night that way. But do not, under any circumstances, think that because you've made it through so many levels of security that you should try to put on airs in front of these girls. You, what you really want to do is, is act humble because you will get so much more out of the people that are up there. And that once you do get up there, we're talking about the talent. We've got the DJs. We've got the, you know, the, the heavy hitters from the club. And this is really your opportunity to shine as a person and be a polite, uh, friendly contributor because that's what we're looking for up there. And nine times out of ten, you're remembering faces more than names. So if you become a familiar face, you're going to be invited back up there. Security is going to remember a face as well. So, again, we're talking about being that positive blip on the nightclub's radar so that when they're up there, Derek wants to have fun. You know, he's working, but he wants to have fun. He wants to be surrounded by people that also want to have fun. He doesn't want to be up there, as you said, with the creepers, the lingers, the guys who are gropey, the guys who think that they deserve all the girls that he diligently brought up on the, uh, the DJ booth. So it's important to realize your environment, where you are, and how to make these people's nights better. And by the way, that applies to this, this same line applies to, to everything that we're talking about in the club in terms of, VIP areas. So, you know, and the VIP area can be one of many things. Uh, it can be the, you know, a mezzanine that's restricted to VIP guests. It can be some of the table areas that are, that are restricted. And once you work your way into these spaces, enjoy it. You know, this, we want to party. Everybody that's in these restrictive areas, they, they want to party with you as long as you're a cool guy, as long as you're not throwing up, you know, but just, Bring something, anything to the party with you. Just, you know, be it a girl, be it a round of shots, for God's sakes, but just contribute. Yeah, and I think, you know, this goes on even at the, the tables themselves. I know in Vegas when I was out with uh, my mates and we were getting some tables, the worst thing you do as a guy is just come up to the table, grab the bottle, have introduced yourself to the person who paid for the bottle, who actually reserved the table, and just because your girl wants a drink, you think that you can just pour her one because she's flirting with one of the guys at the table. Well, how no. many times have we been in the situation where we end up, for whatever reason, at some guy's table that we haven't met, and maybe the girl hands you the bottle or something, we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know this guy. I'm going to – I'll meet him in, in time here or say hello, but it's – it, that's, that's like the biggest form of disrespect. Yeah, and just because your girl got a drink doesn't mean that you're getting a drink. You know, you know, this is all like common etiquette stuff. And what's interesting is because we, we've, we're in this other environment, this nightclub environment where everybody's acting like animals, it doesn't mean that we need to leave our manners at the door. It does not mean that. Because if you just operate by the same rules of order, you'd be surprised how much further you can get. And that's the funny part about it. Let everyone else be the animals. Everything we talk about on the show, everything we try to teach you guys in class is being that top 5% of guys who have all the options. And that means maintaining your manners while everyone else is going nutso. Being that guy who's bringing the positive when everyone else is being the negative, when everyone else is being a taker, you're being a giver. And you stand out for the right reasons. Derek, you had mentioned about working together. So, with your, so maybe you have your... Maybe so, so you and a couple of your buddies, you got in, you're having a good night, and you had uh, mentioned that your thing was envy looks bad on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, groups of guys uh, can, can either be their, you know, their buddies can be their biggest asset or they can be each other's downfall. Um, and and the, I say this because they they instantly get in and they start competing over two three girls that that they've bumped into as a group and they, and everybody's puffing themselves up trying to you know trying to look like the the uh the the pretty bird in the in the group but it's it's not it's not necessary because what's happening is all of the girls that you're talking to are getting turned off the entire other group is getting turned off instead of instead of being the guy who who's puffing himself up 
I prefer to be somebody who introduces my friends. When you introduce your friend, it does a couple of things. One, it makes you look like a gentleman for introducing your friend. And two, you have just started a conversation with a girl without talking about yourself. Which is a beautiful thing. It's a win. Which goes a long way. Now, a lot of guys will be out, and we always talk about one of the biggest things that you can do to help yourself out anywhere is enjoy yourself and have fun. So let's just say it's your the first time at the new club, you're you're in and you're and you're kind of overwhelmed. I I got it in. You know? So and of course, even the staff wants to see happy, fun people. Uh the other people in there want to see happy, fun people. So it's the DJs want to see happy, fun people dancing through their stuff. And maybe you're thinking, I can't dance. Well that's just the that's the key, uh Johnny is dancing. Um <laughs> I, I, I'm going to single out AJ actually in this one because AJ is uh, is is a terrible dancer. Okay, I mean, and 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 when I say terrible, I mean beautiful, but he's terribly beautiful at dancing. And what I say, what I mean by that is the confidence from AJ's sweet moves uh, really, really exudes from from him, and it, and it's it's attractive. I'm attracted to it. I like it. I like being around people. Who, who are just going bananas and having a good time because they have let themselves go. And once you realize that, that nobody's watching you, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, because honestly, take a look around the dance floor and just look at the, the, the bananas behavior that you're going to see. <laughs> and you'll start to feel good about just jump in place. It's okay. You know, spill your drink on yourself, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. We've had, I believe we have whole episodes of just letting loose and getting there and, and it's nice to hear it. Now you're, you're on the other side and you're letting them know. Yes, that whole thing about letting go, letting loose. Uh, if you can't dance, so be it. Have fun. Uh, that you're, that you know, from your side, that's fun. You see it and you see the people enjoying themselves. Yeah. yeah and by the way, uh, this, I don't know what this is going to sound like to the rest of you, but, um, have fun with your buddies before you go out. Practice, practice one of your stupid moves. Learn the, the learn the Roger Rabbit for God's sake. <laughs> just, whatever it is, just do it. Dance in place in front of a mirror, and you're gonna laugh at yourself. And what you're gonna realize is that you you are going to make others comfortable around you because you're just letting go. And that's just it. I mean, even as dumb as my moves may be, the fact that I'm willing to pull them off in a room full of people exudes a level of confidence that those other guys holding up the wall with their drink at their chest do not have. Agreed. And it makes a much better chance that somebody's just going to back right up into you and start dancing with you. <laughs> My favorite thing is, though you might have the worst moves on the planet, if you can get somebody else to think because you don't care that your moves are awesome, that their moves are really bad. <laughs> if you don't care, you have the other person who's actually practiced this stuff thinking, oh, no, <laughs> that's pretty amazing itself. Um so another thing I, I would like to discuss. So maybe perhaps someone, some of the guys are like, I don't like going into clubs. There's always some jerk bumping me. Uh, there's always guys who are wasted giving me a hard time. Simple sure you have some things to say about yeah, this. Yeah, a couple things. Number one, don't fight. Fighting always, always leads to you being kicked to the curb regardless of whose fault it was. You will be thrown out of the club you will probably be beaten up a little bit by a giant smoke yes. security guard. <laughs> You're going to get your beating on the way yeah. out. Well, my, I had this saying, and this is from working in, in bars for as long as I have, and just uh, being in entertainment, which is, it doesn't matter, you mentioned it, it doesn't matter who started it, it matters who they know. So if the other guy has been around before and they've never seen you before, you're automatically at fault. Yeah, and, and a, good, a, a good way to, to, to tone things down. One, offer to buy the person you're in confrontation with a drink. That doesn't work if there's no getting through. If there was no way to even make that offer, walk as far away as possible and don't feel like a pussy going to a security guard. Go to a security guard. You need to point the guy out and just get him on his radar and say, this guy is totally shit-faced. I'm not saying anything. I just want you to right. just keep an eye on him. And and they, the security guards... You're doing them a favor. Exactly. They are, they are thankful that you pointed them out. Because they don't want to be in the middle of a scrum. They'd right. rather be ready to stop it before right. it starts and, than and in the middle of And most of, most of the time what will happen is they'll get on radio with a few other guards that are near that area where you saw the guy, 
and they'll just watch him a little bit. And if they see his behavior continuing, they will quietly and peacefully throw him out instead of you. Even if they know him, they're going to say, hey, man, I think you had a little bit too much to drink. Do us a favor and show out or take off uh, tonight. Yeah, and I just do the smile and walk away. It's very hard to punch a guy who's smiling, not posturing, not getting into that state, and moving on. Lingering and trying to show him that he's not bothering you or that you're not a pussy is the quickest way to get knocked out. Yeah, and AJ, uh, just point of fact, AJ's never been thrown out. I just wanted to make sure all the listeners knew that. I, <laughs> Thank I, you. I've not, I've not had to throw AJ out. <laughs> and he's shooting people with CO2, so. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes a lot. Over the last 17 years, we have launched our fair share of online courses, coaching programs, and finding the right platform has always been a challenge. They say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know the hard work that comes with it. That's why you need Kajabi. Kajabi makes it easy to run your entire online business from one platform so you can focus on what you love, creating. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part? Kajabi doesn't cut into your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't even need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash charm. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash charm. Go to kajabi.com slash charm and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's get back to the good stuff. So what, one of the things we talked about a little bit before the show was cologne and misuse of cologne in the club. Do you want to oh, give oh. us a tip Okay, proper cologne usage when going out? All right. Cologne is to be applied at home. Cologne is never to be put on in the bathroom. Cologne is also to be applied in a very particular way. And I know that this is going to sound stupid, but I'm going to, I'm just going to give everybody a quick pointer. Okay. Two squirts to your wrist. Rub your wrists together. Rub your wrists then on your neck. These four places are, are, uh, pressure points. And what they do is they create heat, which radiates the scent. The girls will notice it. I promise. And what happens is, this is a big, big common mistake, is you go into the, you don't think you, you smell yourself, but I assure you, you smell. <laughs> you go into, <laughs> and, and it's, and by the way, if it smells like Jakar Noir, then you probably didn't get into the club in the first right. place. But <laughs> more on that later. But you, you do not need to go into the bathroom and, and spray yourself with a, a, a bunch of, of whatever the guys got out there for a dollar. It's totally unnecessary and it, and it, it totally drives girls away. It just does. Um, and, and, but back to, back to what I was saying about Dracar Noir. Do your homework, guys. There are plenty of great scents out there. This is, you know, this, this may sound below you to like focus on, on the things that, that, uh, you know, these, these types of fashion issues, but you really need to. The girls are doing it. So you should be doing it. Yeah, and it's not Axe either. Well, those astronaut commercials are really funny, but it's not Axe that's getting him turned up. Well, and another thing, just ask, you know, some of the girls that you know, what is a good scent now and what should I not be wearing right now? You know, and most, most, they know. Most of the time, most of the time, and, and I know this, I know it sounds stupid to hang on this, but most of the time you want to focus on clean, fresh, manly scents. You don't need to, you don't need to, to worry about anything really fancy. Just, there are some classics out there. Polo Ralph Lauren is a classic. 
John Barbados has a classic, but these are man scents, and you want that that man fresh, clean scent. And I know we've we've kind of harped a little bit about getting ready, preparing yourself for the night, but let's think about this, right? We're all chasing the quote unquote dime pieces. Everyone wants the hottest girls in the bar. How long do you think they're spending getting ready? Hours. We're still spending less time, but we're putting in the same amount of thought that they are, which shows that we're on their level versus the guys who roll out, who don't care, who are sloppy, their shirt's not ironed, they don't look like they belong, the tennis shoes look, all of that stuff. You know, play to your audience, and if your audience is spending four hours getting ready, then you should definitely be spending more than 20 minutes. Yeah, and, it, and if all if all a girl has to go by is your appearance for the very first impression, sure. then, then the story that you're telling with your outfit is can be very scary or very inviting. You know, if you have a wrinkled shirt, if you have, uh, you know, and if you haven't paid any attention to to taking care of your hair, your skin, or, or you know, any of the minor details that us men have to go through, then it then it could be indicative of somebody at home that that doesn't really have their shit together. Now, the the one thing here that I absolutely love uh, that we I know we do for a fact because I'm constantly meeting new guys in the club is that. Girls notice if you're the guy who's just there to chase tail or if you're the guy who's there who's fun, part of the social group, who has friends, who's out to have a good time. And the guy who's actually going home with the girls is the guy who has guy friends with them, who's having a good time, not the guy who's been seen buzzing around the bar, hitting on every single hot girl. That is definitely on their radar and not in a positive way. I call this the hungry carnivore. We call it the sharking. Oh, sharking. Okay. But, uh, similar concept. Yeah. yeah. I mean, where it's the same concept, guys. The sharking, you know, and, and you see, you see way too much of this. If you're busy enjoying being in the coolest room in town, and by the way, as Damone says, wherever you are, that's the place to be. <laughs> Thank you for the fast times. <laughs> The Fast Times at Ridgemont High Club. There's so many remarkable characters in that movie. But thank you. But if you're just standing there looking like the moan, and this is the most enjoyable place to be, and you're enjoying your buddies, it is magnetic. There is no other way to get around it. If you are having so much fun and you're not talking to any girls, but you guys are all laughing your asses off, why are why are they not joining you? They will be all over you. And the thing that I love is, you know, I don't necessarily chase the hottest clubs in town. If I'm invited every once in a while, I'll go. But I like to make a couple places my home base, knowing that it's a longer game. I'm going to see the same faces. Once you get into the clubs at Hollywood, you see the same crew getting in, the well, same girls over and over. And finally, they're going to be bumping into you saying, I see you every week. Why don't you talk to me? I just want to make it clear. I mean, you threw the Hollywood thing in there, but that's everywhere, and that's every city that you go to. And you're building... Uh, you're, this is building your social network and allowing things to take time and develop. And if you're going out and you're putting in the time, you'll see things develop. And this is why we're always talking about noting what your small victories are, because let's say now three weeks has been that you finally, you've gotten in this place a couple times and maybe one of the bouncers comes up and says, how are you doing tonight? Or, or one of the bartenders remembers your name. That's a small win. You're in. You're, you're getting the recognition. And the other thing is, if you notice or recognize somebody you know, give them a warm welcome. Walk over to them. I do this countless times a night. If I see someone that I've met before, I'm going to give them the welcome that I give Derek, my best bud. It's going to be the the handshake, the half hug, and show them that, hey, we are cool. We're on that level. Even if he may not remember you, you're conveying to the room again that you're socially competent and confident. Yeah, you be the mayor of the joint. You know, when you get in there and you've been enough been enough times, you're going to be welcoming other people in, and you're going to be making them feel comfortable, and you're going to look like you own the place. Let's talk about making a creepy face. Um, this is like a, a, a common mistake amongst a lot of guys that I that I know and have seen, and it's it's hard it's it's hard not to get there. Um, you are surrounded by, in some cases, some of the most beautiful women, arguably in the whole world. Uh, they are within arm's reach of you. And this is not the time to pretend like you're looking at your, your, your monitor of your computer. This is, <laughs> this is, this is the time, this is the time to, to notice and, and maybe even appreciate, but then move on with your business or move forward and start up a conversation. 
but there is no law, there are no lasting, you know, again, they are not on the other side of your computer screen at this point, so they are noticing that you're staring at them. I like to use the term staring at your computer screen. I recently just had an, uh, a silly thing happen where I was at one of the places I feel very comfortable, it's kind of like my home bar, and I was, we had some people over the night before, and I was kind of just sitting there, and I was staring off thinking about the evening expired that this happened. And some girl had sat down in, in that direction, but of course, because I was daydreaming, I was, and she gives me this look, and she goes, what? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm just a little bit messed. I was thinking of something else. And she gives me this really scared look, and I was like, no, it's all fine. And then I realized the more I'm trying to calm her down, the worse it got. So I just shut up. And, of course, I stepped outside to have a cigarette, and she sees me coming now. And now she thinks I'm going to, like, fall into her or whatever. And I was fine. She's just daydreaming. And she just totally steps back, grabs her friend, and moves her back, and I was like, really? But that's that's what can happen if you're not paying attention, or you have drank too much, and you are that that staring at your computer screen. And by the way, a lot of of the time this happens because you've become shit-faced, which is, by the way, a no-no. You know, save, save being hammered until you know that you're not going home with any girls, and it's 2 a.m., and you've had that last extra round of drinks at the end of the night, then you can just be as drunk as you want as long as you're safe. But but by 10 p.m., you should still be oh. bone dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's take a minute from the comedy, and let's talk about sort of the dark underbelly of clubs and going out. And I know that this is definitely a concern for women when they're going out, and we try to keep it clean and classy here, but... There is moments where guys step over the line and make women really uncomfortable, especially with touch. And I know that you encounter this a lot, especially uh, up on stage, where girls will literally go to the other side of the rope just to be away from the guy who's over the top with the touching. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, this this I take very seriously, and and these offenses range from you know, fairly innocuous to criminal, um, and and. Even the fairly innocuous is unacceptable unless, of course, there is some knowing, you know, if you know some girl and you have a, uh, a an ass-slapping relationship with them, that's about the only time where that's okay, that that's right. acceptable. Um, outside of that, I don't know where this got started or how this has become more and more prevalent, but girls are getting their asses grabbed and now goosed. Uh, which is, you know, the person got popular. That would be something that was popular when my dad was young. Yeah, well, it's it's made a it's made a, a, a really it's really strong a comeback. comeback. <laughs> goosing is goosing is is goosing equals assault, guys, and you need to know this because the girls are are getting sick of it, and they're starting to call out the guards on this stuff. And the guards, we don't just put you outside. We put you in handcuffs, and we wait for the police to show up, and you get charged with assault. Whoa. Yeah, and I know that this actually happened to a friend of mine on stage where they, they left because one of the revelers on stage decided that without any speaking, without any eye contact, that it was acceptable to just you know give her a little squeeze and see what she's working with, <laughs> which is completely inappropriate, guys, and beneath us. And everything that we teach you guys is to approach, have fun, smile, make them feel comfortable, and then – start to escalate things, but in a comfortable manner for her. There's no reason to make women feel unsafe around you, and there's certainly no reason to treat them like property because they're not. Yeah, one of the one of the things that, that really drew me to Johnny and AJ as as friends uh, is is the fact that they carry themselves like gentlemen and and I'm I'm pretty sure that that's what they convey in all of their teachings. It's really important uh, for for me to express to those of you listening that the only thing that's going to separate you from the rest of the animals in the nightclub is to be a gentleman. And 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 if you're friends, if you're hanging out with guys who who are assaulting girls, then then you need to one reevaluate your your relationships with these guys. Oh, yeah. And two, if they're just shit faced and they're and they're pulling the wrong kind of behavior, you need to call them out on it. Well, because you're going to be lumped in with them, yeah. Whether you didn't agree do anything or not. Agreed. And they will be, and, and when one group of a, uh, one group and, and, and there's a rowdy guy in every group, but that can mean the, uh, the end of that entire group for their whole night out. And also for the rest of the nights at that club. 
Yeah. I know that, that you quickly get on the club's radar of being barred from entry. Yeah, I'm, I am, I, I shouldn't be doing this, but I do label people guilty by association a lot. The luxury of not, it's when, because here's the thing, in that environment, there needs to be very quick action and quick thinking, so you're not dealing with an all-out melee or, or, and or, your no. biggest responsibility up there is to take care of the girls who are defenseless. I mean, they're in high heels, they maybe have a, a little bit of a purse, but they certainly don't have brass knuckles and weaponry mm -hmm. to handle some of these animals. So when you're up there and you're hosting and you're taking care of not only the sound and the lighting, but the friends that you've invited on stage, you're going to get quickly labeled and quickly barred from stage and quickly barred from the club. Yeah. Keep it classy, guys. Keep it classy. You know what? Is that something we want to end this on? Yeah, I agree. I, I know that we feel that Derek is just as much a gentleman as we are, and that's why Absolutely. we have such a close affinity for each other. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And we really appreciate your time. We're excited to party in the next club that you complete here in Hollywood, and I know that many more adventures will continue. Guys, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. All right, show feedback and guest suggestions. We rely on you guys to help keep our finger on the pulse. So if you know someone who's a good fit for the show, let us know at jordanh at theartofcharm.com. Boot camp details for our live programs also at theartofcharm.com, and that's where you're going to find links to us on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media as well. If you're listening to this but you're not subscribed in iTunes or Stitcher or something like that, then that needs to change. Getting our shows delivered free to your phone or computer is the best way to make sure you don't miss a thing. You can do that by going to iTunes and searching for the Art of Charm podcast or by going to theartofcharm.com slash iTunes and clicking subscribe. That's really it. And you guys can help us. Subscribe in iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Write something nice and we will love you forever. Just go to iTunes.com slash theartofcharm and it'll take you right there. When you write us a review, it not only makes us feel proud, but it helps keep us up in the ranks so that other people who can use this information can find the show more easily to get the credible advice that they need. It's also the best way to support the show other than purchasing products and training from us. So tell your friends because the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to someone else either in person or shared on the web. Now have a great week, go out there and get social, and leave everything better than you found it.